Y'all know what fucking time it is. You are now tuned in to episode 121, the new year episode. First episode of the new year of NPC, not not politically correct. Probably the last. Uh, it is uh, until October, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we gonna happy start. New Year. Happy Halloween. Right. <laughs> happy holidays once again and shit. It is your boy Ru McCoy, aka Mister What It Do, aka Young Flash God, aka that. Yes. She said, "Blah blah, move it along." Your boy Ru, aka uh. Mr. What to Do, a.k.a. Young Flash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Dope Dub Danny, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Uh, FBI Mike, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because at some point I was somebody's ringtone. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Anyway. I, you can find me on Twitter, at Real McCoy KPZ, and sometimes a little bit, a little bit more recently on Snapchat at Real McCoy Rebel. Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. Russ. Wunderbar. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Russ, the barman, aka Teddy Russ, aka Smooth Fingers, aka Kid Universal, aka The Progenitor, aka School Wars Q, aka Russ the Bus. And you can. <laughs> I guess you didn't like the shits. Right? Right. We won't tell you to be quiet on me. Uh, you can find me on the chattiest of snaps as Meh and Meh Er. And on ID, I can't keep it at underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-G-Y. I-D-I-T-Y. That's for librarian. <laughs> and just so you guys know, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, uh, Not Politically Correct Podcast. So you can uh, look that group up and join for all the fodder. We have a Facebook page, uh, NPC Podcast. You can like that for, you know, internet numbers and stuff. We are on Twitter at NotPCPodcast, for sure. And you, we are on SoundCloud, the podcast app, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, anything that you can listen to shit on except for Tidal because apparently they're racist. But I promise you... British Broadcasting Company. Right. <laughs> you can find us there. Just type in Not Politically Correct. And you can take that time to, you know, listen, like, leave us a message. Uh, we probably won't read the message and or change anything based on said message, but at least you know that you have a voice. So... At this point, now it's time for Spicky Spick, er, Spicky er, Spick Sports. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, what? I was going to say, I know there's one thing we better talk about today, but I'm, I'm going to let you do your thing. You know it. Brett Fire. No, okay. <laughs> 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 You're a stinky motherfucker. Um. So. I don't feel going, like going through my whole phone, so there's just probably two things that I want to talk about. One is uh, Spider-Man guy, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he scored 71 points, and I think he had like, I forget how many assists, but with those points and assists together, um, he had like second most um, points in history Yep. Um, behind Will Chamberlain. Yep. Oh, that's good. Um, and then the next day he tweeted, and just like that, we were drug tested this morning. I'm like, ain't that a bitch? Oh, oh, he was, oh, he was serious. That was a serious tweet. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. I thought that was a joke. That is insane. 
That is really Twitter's intense. not a joke, man. Twitter's <laughs> you don't know how much I love Twitter, okay? <laughs> Nothing on Twitter. Nothing on Twitter is a joke at all. The interweb. All right. Do not lie. Um and then the other thing is the uh who the Bills were playing, I forget who. Someone could probably help the, me out. The, but anyway, the Bengals. Yeah, so the yeah, the jingles. Bo jingles. Uh Damar <laughs> Hamlin. Uh, for the Bills, get um, he he made a tackle and then was down for the count. Um, he, I think, he had a cardiac arrest. Yeah. Um, and they had to resuscitate him twice. Um, let's see. There was a lot of stories coming up that he he had a uh, GoFundMe for a local toy drive with a goal of $2500 um and since that happened the uh unfortunate incident uh it raised over 4 million dollars oh damn which i showed that to Siri and she's like i just looked at that this morning they said it was like 800,000 so that's crazy but it jumped up to like 4 million you know damn and then a few days later, or so he uh, was conscious, and he asked the doctors right away uh, if they won the game, and or he said who won, and the doctors said yes, you won, you won the game of life. <laughs> that's that's corny. That's super <laughs> yeah. corny. That's corny, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about, sir? Who won the game? That's crazy. He's like, who won? <laughs> and then, and then you know, he uh, decided to grab the doctor by the throat and said, "Bitch," I said, "Who won?" I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, we won yeah, the game. Of, there we go. No, did that really? Did that really happen? The doctor really said it to him. Yes. What the? Okay, we're two for two. Where motherfuckers just saying shit that shouldn't happen. Like <laughs> you, you could have kept that to yourself. That was like, <laughs> what? Dude, so I the other night I was like, and I was walking down the hall and said to Syria, and another list of notes of things LeBron said that I don't believe. He said that after <laughs> his workouts, <laughs> he listens to Mozart. Like, bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know, goddamn well you don't listen to Mozart. <laughs> you don't mo or Mozart. Look at ass. So then there's like a lot of controversy and stuff about people being dumb. Uh, Skip Bayless, I'm Skip, looking at you. Yeah, you dumb Bayless. motherfucker. Skip Bayless. Um, about like the postponing of the game and this and that. Um, and I understand like it's an important game. It's last week, you know, this and that. And playoffs are coming up, but still like. Is that important or is somebody's life important? And, you know. Right. So, but they, the NFL is announced, and I feel like because of the controversy, because it was like well after that, I feel like that they announced that um, that game will not be resumed and has been canceled. So now, now, okay, so let's talk about it then. First of all, shout out to that man, um, uh, you know, for making it through. Um, I am just, I am uh, so. I find it like just super. He's dedicated because the first thing he says is who won, you know. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, he probably thought he was still on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was down. He was on the field for nine minutes, not like nine minutes unconscious, like on the field. They were trying to resuscitate him. Like so. Uh, it, so was, ladies, get you a man who fuck it. Like look at. <laughs> Man, it's um, it was it was a super unfortunate, super crazy. Um, but I just I think that I said this too. So call me maybe. If if of course the NFL you know might not have this in a rule book, but I think 
that this is the exact type of thing that you should have somewhere tucked in the rule book that if a player damn near dies on field, you know, we just cancel the game or we or at least postpone the game, stop the game because the NFL wanted those teams to resume playing and players were crying. Both with both both coaches pulled their players off of the field and said they're not playing. So it, yeah, I, you know the NFL wants the game to keep going. They just you know, they, needs, they care more about sport. the any yeah. sport. Don't give a shit about that. Right. Play I mean, it every day. That's not, what they feel like. I wouldn't really say any sport, but there's I feel like a whole bunch, and we can always categorize like NFL and NBA um, into the pigeonholed group of like as we do like white old rich congressmen or something, you know, or Hollywood. <laughs> so what would people you that say? care about money instead of humanity. What is the sport that you say would would operate different? Clearly, uh, soccer. Badminton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the WNBA. Right, exactly. Badminton Street, <laughs> Volume Two. <laughs> Cricket for sure is gonna. They're gonna shit that. They're gonna shit everything. Cricket, oh no, he pulled a head We're gonna have to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His shoes got dirty. We're gonna have to <laughs> postpone this game. Or two. Now you can tell there's like some. I feel like sports that it's not like they, I don't know how to put it in words. Um, obviously it's a business, you know, but there's some leeway or grays or where they understand both sides kind of thing. But NFL and NBA are clearly like, Fahm, you know, right? Yeah, Fahm, Fahm. they're Fahm. like, and, right. and yeah, you got you one more players on your team. You got more lions and bears to, for you to fight. Fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> exactly. Dude, this is crazy. But like, now I do want to I do want to you know ask because the winner of that game was actually going to determine a, a, I think um, like I'm not quite sure exactly what was going to happen but I I was talking to somebody I was giving a ride to somebody and he said that who <laughs> we if, know what he said <laughs> if he, <laughs> he said that um those that particular game actually affected other teams so if, like the right person was yeah. the one that would have pulled somebody up in their division or some shit like that. Like it, it wasn't just those two teams. Like it was one, it was one, it was like an important game for setting up yeah. for the playoffs. Um, and so I'm just curious as to if they're not going to resume it at all, then what happens? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have, I don't know if they did announce and I didn't catch that yet or if they're still deciding or what, but you know, I wouldn't, Something that I was thinking about is, you know, how now the NBA has been doing like a play in to the playoffs kind of thing, you know, yeah. kind of like a wild card thing. But yeah. I feel like, that, you know, that kind of makes sense with NBA, but there's not enough games for NFL and stuff. And that'd be too tough. It, but yeah, it's like now it's not even enough room because of the way that they play the game. Like NFL, you could or NBA, you could play like four games a week then for maybe even I would say like three to four games a week per team, you know. Maybe even more, yeah. depending on like and how you, tight your schedule is. There's no room for like that in football because they need they play like once a week. You know what I'm saying? It's a bit more physical sport, a little bit more physical than mm-hmm. than than the NBA. So it's it, I don't know, man. It's uh, and with it being this was like the final week of the of the NFL season. So it's like, what do you do with that? You know what I mean? Like it really, I don't know, man. If this would happen in the middle of the season, it would be a little bit different because you could just kind of re, you know kind of fucks with stuff later on in the down the down the line but because it's you know last week of the season and it's, and it's so critical to 
what happens for the playoffs and shit, it's like, damn, like, how do you actually move forward? Like, what happens after this? That's so, I, I'm curious to see what the NFL is going to do. I am glad that they decided to stop that game in the moment. You know, that was what, ne- that's what needed to happen. So, you know, I'm glad that the coaches knew and they were just like, fuck that. We're going to pull the, pull the player. Shout out to, the, to them. But I do want to see where we go, what becomes of the situation in terms of the other teams that, and, and how this affects the playoffs. So, yeah, Haley died. Giannis and Luca are goats. Yep, that's for sure. That's for sure. Oh, and there's this hockey player named Blake Wheeler, who played through a ruptured testicle. Nope. So nope. Re- nope. Referred nope. to as she/her or something. No. Speaking of she/hers. <laughs> she/hers. It's a good transition there. It was horrible, but or. That's better than Hershey's chocolate. Hey, from three points. Well, I don't know. I, I, tell, you, I, tell, you, I tell you what, that was a better transition because one thing about Sizzifying is she is chocolate. Um, so, one thing <laughs> that we know about Top Dog Entertainment is that they know talent. Even with Kendrick Lamar leaving the label, one could argue that they still, in fact, have the most skilled roster in hip-hop R&B today. But with all the talented people signed to the label, only two are women. <laughs> and I, 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 I triple counted just to double, triple check last night. <laughs> only two are women. Two too many. Um, but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> J-Rock uh, and... No, Cody, <laughs> Cody is the leader of the He-Man Woman Hater Club. Nah. Um, nah, nah, nah. nah. I just, <laughs> in the most... Um, what's it called when you're... Gay? Uh, he- yes. In the most heterosexual way. I prefer to listen to men. Hmm. Sounding gay to me. Uh, um, yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Just, well. <laughs> I don't want them to whisper in my ear or anything, but you know. Scream at me, bitch. So only two. <laughs> I am uncomfortable. <laughs> I know, but seriously, man, I'm trying to get through it. Shit. Only two are No, I don't want to listen to that. How about this? You're like, it's in here. Yeah, give it to me. I need to This is out. This has been episode 121 of... <laughs> um, and we'll see you for Halloween. <laughs> spooky too. All right. So, of all the people signed to that label, only two are women, okay? There's the talented alternative rapper and songstress, Dochi. And then there is the superstar... Su- <laughs> superstar fan favorite, SZA. Now, in 2017, she dropped her debut album, Control, which earned her five nominations at the Grammys the following year and helped her develop an extremely dedicated fan following. Luckily for her, that allowed her to only release singles periodically for the next five and a half years while the public pushed for her next full body of work. So finally, in December, she released the much-anticipated SOS. But like her label mates, current and former, Absol and Kendrick. What has this last decade or half a decade wait been worth? Is it it? Let's find out. Pod thoughts before I get into my little spiel. He's writing notes and he kept pressing enter. <laughs> what has <laughs> this wait? <laughs> hey, Russ, did you listen? Yes, I did. Oh. oh. 
Well, it's hey, Co- Cody, can you can you can you put a um hand clap? Wait, if you didn't listen, you're such a bitch. Why what? would I? No, actually, I I screenshot our uh, our chat to uh, Siri, and she's like, "Oh, I love SZA." Like, there you can review it for me. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay, well, Russell, what did you? What are your thoughts on this uh, album? All right, so SZA. Um, <laughs> let me start off by saying I do like this album. Um, she added a little more variety in her song list this time in regards to her other albums. Mm. Uh, there was a purely pop sounding song, um, a song that kind of had like Coldplay vibes to me that ventured out of her usual R&B, neo-soul type grooves that she chooses. Um, generally, I enjoy her music. Um, now, that being said, this one is a bit schizophrenic or bipolar at best. Um, Love me, fuck you. I'm going to fuck your friends. I'm going to beat that bitch. I'm fragile. Why you treat me like this? Like the whole spectrum of toxicity. <laughs> Um, the album at times sounds like um, but women are commonly stereotyped as like generally explosively emotional, rational um, proud whores, sad whores like where that doesn't really apply to like every woman but it was interesting to say the least Um, my favorite song on the CD is Kill Bill Um, the song is so well crafted to me, yeah. uh, from the music to the cadence, and I can see why it's it's trending on TikTok and IG. Um, it also terrifies me for some reason. Like, legit gives me chills every <laughs> yes. time I listen to it. Yeah, that Kill Bill, um, the Kill Bill joint is a little bit. It's, it's like when you you listen to it and you just wonder, like, are women actually listening to this? Like, in taking this, <laughs> taking this. No. In? <laughs> so, like, I had a a, a a kind of a situation where oh god, one of my exes really wanted to do me harm. So that like that's probably added to it but oh god uh, just for some reason it, it just really is really like terrifying um but it also puts me in the mindset of sarah by tyler the creator so okay. there's that it's one of my favorite songs by tyler the creator in case y'all didn't know mm-hmm. um overall i'd give it like an 8.5 okay gotcha gotcha cody's an asshole so <clears throat> moving forward so my my three things i liked about this the first thing songwriting man uh, one of my favorite things about this album and 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 SZA music is her songwriting, from the topic choice yeah. to the song structure. You know, like like yeah. you were just saying, Russell, like um, um, to, even to the inserting of like bridges and refrains in the in the record, it's just really well put together. She has always been able, yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can really see like her development and growth from her from her previous albums too in this album, yeah, uh, which is really dope. But I agree with you, man. The song structure, songwriting. Um, it's what keeps me listening to it. Yeah. Um, of course, I might skip over some songs just because trying to get to other songs. But yeah, yeah I agree with you, G. Yep, yep. I think, I, and I think Scissors has been able to put the pen to the pad in a unique manner. Um, even on the title track that opens the album, the writing SOS. Yep, yeah. SOS. Yep. <laughs> which, 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 by the way, is produced by uh, the internet sensation uh, Jay Versace. If you guys, are, he's like a meme. Oh. Yeah, Jay Versace actually he. Pro- Okay, just real quick sidebar. Jay Versace is, if you've been paying attention to the internet for like the last six, seven years, he's definitely, he's a one of the memes that, one of the leading meme <laughs> memes of the internet. He's just been been funny for a while. And he's, the last few years, he's got into hip hop production. He's actually produced for SZA, but also Griselda, uh, West Side Gun. Like he's, a, he's, he's done some shit. So the kid is uh, really, really. Wait, he's a producer? Yeah, yeah, yep. He's a producer. He ended oh. So, shout out Jay Versace, and he produced that first that t- opening track. But 
SOS, the, the 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 writing and the structure, it bounces back and forth between like rap and singing combo that shows yeah. bars and like just a crazy pen for an R&B singer. Um, right. While I know she has co-writers and she does not write all this music on her set. I've seen literally yeah. seen people, uh, you know, say they wrote this song for like I've seen it. So it's not like it, it's but it's R&B. So it's not this is not one of those things where. <laughs> We're gonna knock her for not having wrote every song, but I do think that you know whatever the case. Well, she's a she, singer, right? Yeah, she's a singer. She's a singer first and foremost. She, she yeah, she's been dabbling. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. So she was able to get just the right people to tap in with her to make these songs nearly flawless. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you about yeah. that. Uh, the records like like Kill Bill and Ghost in the Machine not only mention yeah. not to mention plenty of other stuff here really. Um, offer a good look at how to craft a song. So I'm glad you said Kill Bill because that was in my in my spiel, man. Um, my shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's, there's a lot of songs on here that's really hard. Um, yeah, yeah. Production variety. On, on this album, SZA gathered some of the same producers that captured the magic on Control, like the freaking collaborators, uh, Scum, and Thank God for Cody. Two guys that are two producers that are on both of those albums and you know help to really give her that sound but also brought in so there's, a, there's a producer cody. named thank god know. for cody yeah <laughs> thank god for cody is, is the full producer name thank god the number oh, four man, cody. i feel so bl- my ego is up so high right now like <laughs> you you not the cody they thanking them for but okay i got you they, <laughs> you don't know they don't have a last name. you don't know <laughs> you don't know they could be talking his name step by step cody right <laughs> producing these notes <laughs> Um, but also, she brought in some legendary army producers on this one, like Rodney Jerkins, aka Dark Child. Dark Child, nah, nah. Say my Anyways, my favorite, one of my favorite beats in of all time of any song. Period. Um, and Babyface. So, what you get? Oh shit! Okay. Yep, yep. What you get with bringing in multiple producers with different talents and 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 highs and lows is a eclectic sounding R&B blend that kind of pulls from other genres. You know what I mean? So you have some that have a minimalist sound like Love Language, uh, Gone Girl, and one of my favorites, Blind. Um, I just love, man, I love the way she like laces the vocals on that chorus on there. Um, and then you have songs that sound big, like, you know, low, and even like super fleshed out, like the rock inspired F to F, F2F. Um, all of this makes for an experience that never sounds like anything you heard before on the album. You know what I'm saying? These songs do not sound alike, so it makes sitting through the album when you're really trying to easy to do. You don't find it being monotonous or like you're stuck. You're like, oh, it's almost done type of thing because it's something new every record. Um, moment songs is the third thing to like. So when you have when you couple the amount of variety and production on this project with the really exceptional songwriting, it makes it easy to imagine how well the music comes out sounding different on every track. So, in fact, I feel like each track contains and captures a different emotion and or story within the journey of self-reflection and discovery as it pertains to love. So, like you were saying, Russell, um, it's it, it, the schizophrenia. Yeah. Right. The album is very schizophrenic in the sense of it's 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 I miss you. I love you. Why'd you do me like that? Bitch, you did me like that. Now I'm on some fuck you shit. Fuck these niggas. It 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 it's all of that, which in in some sense is 
if you've ever been in love or you've been in relationships, you know that that's what that shit can lead. You know, love can be all over the place, you know? And so you have songs that have SZA, you know, speaking on not wanting to let go of love while having songs that deal with being so fed up of a situation that she wants to kill her ex. But every song takes... And his new girl. Right, and his new girl. Um, it takes that emotional, like, that emotion, um, it grabs the listener and is pulling you into the heart of that vibe. It is really focused song creation that I love. You don't, you know, like, it, like every, every record captures something, and it's, I love that. Um, overall, this is a good piece of music. SZA is amazing. It's an amazing artist. Um, and you can see that love for the artistry shining through the way these songs move and work together on this album. Um, some of the music here gives me the same feeling I got when I listened to, say, a Frank Ocean's Channel Orange album. There's- and see, I was going to say that she kind of sounds like Frank meets Chris Brown as far as like her, her singing style. Yep, yep. The way she constructs the the song, so yeah, we run on on the same page. Yeah, man. Uh, just look at me and Russell vibing. Cody, you could have been a part of this. Um, so there is something about this body of work that screams like it's not. It, it doesn't fully give me avant garde, but it has that ability, like in the way that she does certain songs, that gives me like avant garde R and B in that similar fashion of Frank Ocean. And I think this works with SZA's style of music and her vocal style. Um, she really captured like new age R and B with this with this album, which also helps make this the perfect continuation and follow up to Control. Um, I don't have a lot of issues with this album outside of the fact that for me personally, and I need to emphasize, um, it is important that I put emphasis on the word personally, me personally. Um, while the records are well done, I don't often have the urge to replay or come back to this album. I I have moments where I'm like, oh. Man, I kind of want to hear one record off there, and then I just want to put it on. But I don't, I cannot say that it is a bad or why it's happening like that for me. But I just know my want or need to come back to these records and music is not heavy for me. Um, but that I don't want me saying that to take away from how good the music is. It's just my personal, you know, me personally. Um, also, as much as I love SZA's vocal uniqueness, I have to say something. Sometimes that style of singing can, for me, start to be... That in itself becomes repetitive. That airy, you know, kind of like ambient, like, way that she sings. Um, it it reminds me, like, you know, Lana Del Rey. Like, those types of, <laughs> those types of, like, singers. As I write this review, I realize that this might be why I don't often want to come back to the records. That light, ambient style of R&B isn't my first choice, but it... But it does work with her. Where this whole experience lands for me is an 8.5 <laughs> because of how good this music is. Even though it does not give me the replay value that it does for most, it still has multiple high points. This is good music at the end of the day. And if you can't admit that about Scissor's work, you may want to cut it out. <laughs> yeah, so that's what, I'm, that's what I'm going with this album. SOS 8.5. And now it's time for Russellprosity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I give it the screaming. Oh, so first 
prosody of the year. Uh, what better way or what better time that's to talk about goals and goal setting, maybe? I figured that's a good way to start the year, right? Yeah, for sure, for to have sure. a plan in mind while taking 2023 head on. Yeah. Pause. So I'm not sure how familiar you all are with goal setting or the, the specific system of goal setting. Um, but it seems to be a definitely uh, or it seems to be definitely a major thing on the interwebs right now. Um as such, you come across Paul's many different websites, uh, loads Paul's advice about different approaches and types of goals. So if you don't currently have a direction or a plan, where should you start? I'm a big fan of the SMART system as kind of like a basis. And of course, you can branch out from there into your own style. Uh, but that's the S-M-A-R-T, uh, which stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant or Realistic, and timely or time-oriented. I think this is a fairly well-thought-out system that although may not necessarily fit everyone, it gives a good basis on how to set goals and what the goals should consist of to promote success or motivate effort. So let's dive in. Uh, I'm sure you're all aware that goals help us direct our attention, focus, and help with avoiding procrastination, aid with persistent and diligent behavior, and can especially be uh, energizing when we complete or achieve the goal set. Um, before I kind of go through the different um, letters of that SMART system, do any of you have any set goals that you want to achieve this year, this month, this following week? Uh, yes, for sure. <clears throat> my, my... I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Murder Cody. Nah, that's... Uh, just, uh... <laughs> No, thank well, you. Well, let's sure it's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my me personally, I said I, I was just I was just <laughs> no for real though. <laughs> I was <laughs> thank you, Cody. He said it all. Um, I was joking about this after I got out of the gym this morning. Um, <laughs> I, I was in. The, I came home, was taking a shower, <clears throat> and I I don't know what this is gonna get really weird. I don't know why I was like. Uh, it's funny that you're, that we're having this conversation because. I was in the bathroom talking to myself as I often do. So now you know. And I was joking in my head. I said out loud. Okay, okay scissor. Right. <laughs> so I was somebody scissor. <laughs> that sounds like a He-Man villain. Right. right. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> but I was joking and that in in joking with myself, I was pretending that someone, not Russell, but someone asked me, What are your what are your goals for the year? Swear to God. You know that's a Russell question. And and <laughs> the ghost no of Russell. is going to ask you that. Um, and my reply was, smaller stomach, fatter pockets. Joking with myself. But the truth is, that's my goal, is, hmm. to, is to lose weight and to get to a point where whatever I'm doing financially, still working on my business, and all of those things are actually becoming lucrative for me. That is my goal. Um, right. and, and I've been working closely with my business partner, um, right. Deadria. Who, who's also my sister, but we and her have been just kind of cranking away um, different ideas, and I've actually started working for her company as well over the last month. So it's been um, just exciting because we just know like what we're aiming for, you know, the amount of money we're trying to bring in for her company, yeah, yeah. For, you know, and what that means for money we can put back into the other business. Just me being set up financially, just nor- on a just a regular basis, is a uh, you know, and I, and losing 
you know, honestly, I got I want to lose about forty pounds uh, this year. So that is that's the goal. That those are the two goals that are at the top of my list. It's being focused on my my financial betterment and my health. So not bad goals, man. Not bad goals at all. How about you, Cody? Um. Well, I always set up goals for myself and stuff. I honestly think the whole New Year's resolution thing is bullshit because why wait till January 1st to start a goal, you know? Very true. You know, um, I, I also but, that as far as, like, losing weight, everybody was like, oh, I'll, I'll wait till Monday. Like, but your weight is a thing now, so start now. Like, you don't have to wait right. till a specific time to do that. But that's exactly. good. Always have have goals to be set, but uh, continue. I'm sorry. Um, I'm glad you're sorry. Uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> no, it's actually, <laughs> Siri and I were having a talk the other day. Was, uh, you know, it's, uh, cause I'm getting right back into stoicism really hard, uh, to combat, uh, what's it called it? Um, that fun word depression or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but like, I'm actually getting like journaling going and everything too. But, um, so all the stoicism stuff, I forget what I was the quote I was uh, talking to her about, but basically like starting, oh, it was a uh, losers. The only difference between winners and losers is that lure, losers um, start tomorrow because tomorrow never comes. They always just keep pushing it off. Like when, you know, you start right now kind of thing. And she brought me up to this quote that the rock said that his dad told him, which was um, there's a difference between one day and day one. Yeah. And I love that so much. Like one day I'm going to do this or this is day one right here, right now. So, but one of my things, I mean, I got a lot of stuff I'm going through and kind of goal setting so that, but um, do more uncomfortable things. Um, I think the biggest one, which I used to do a lot really good with and I haven't done a long time and kind of like, uh, I want to say like fear afraid, but like, I, I don't want, I'm, you know, eh, it's cold showers. Okay. Yeah. Um, good benefits there um but and i'm just like ah, and it's, i've been out of touch with the whole breathing aspect that helps you with during the cold shower so i want to get back to that um journey journaling um reading which lately it's been tough because i swear to god i'll pick up the book or like i read one sentence and immediately it wakes up <laughs> i mean you know that one little girl that i know um anyway uh, uh, fun fact um i actually end all of my showers cold Nice. Why? Okay. What's the, okay? Somebody tell me what's up with the cold shower shit? Like, explain. So there's a tons of different benefits that can do. It yeah. can help you with like if you're feeling sore from working out. It helps your muscles um, and regenerate stuff. It helps your immune system. Um, it'll help you get sick less often. Um, it'll help you sleep better, especially if you do it at night. Um, it'll help your like mentality, your mood, um, not being like depressed or you know, which I'm like, that's kind of BS because you know I'm depressed because I'm so cold. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I did a lot of stuff. You spoke, you're speaking to most of the um, the physical aspects, um, including like improved circulation, but it also helps with your mental. Um, as he stated before, like doing uncomfortable things, the more you do uncomfortable things, the more your body kind of and your mind kind of connects that um, the um, the discomfort you feel in things is not something to be fear, and it makes you more courageous. It makes you more um, motivated and energized and things of that nature so there's many benefits to doing that oh man hmm. okay. yeah but also yeah the fitness and mm-hmm. health diet journey stuff um siri and i are always looking into better 
I don't know. I feel like the nutrition part is, you know, the high protein, low calorie diet, which yeah. I want kind of a little bit. I don't care too much because at the same time, I want to bulk, just not in the wrong places, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I do recommend, um, if you haven't already, to really seek out like a dietitian or a dietary specialist. We, um, we've been looking into that, but then. Yeah. Um, also, the biggest thing is, like, we should probably learn for ourselves offline because, you know, finances. <laughs> right, right. No, I like, definitely yeah, understand. But it's, like, because nutrition is so personal, um, like, a friend of mine yeah. found out that she um, can't do many vegetables because they eat at the lining of her stomach. Whoa. And so she really had to go seek out a dietitian uh, because the things you would think would be great for you sometimes mm -hmm. aren't. And so that's why I, I recommend that. But I definitely understand uh, saving money as best yeah. you can. Trying well, to figure yeah, there's a, <laughs> right. There's a lot of stuff like similar to that. Like uh, going to <sighs> seriously going to <laughs> the dermatologist or we really got to be <laughs> doctors. <more> right. <laughs> I just really got to shut the fuck up. More. <laughs> um, but she found out like, oh, she. Like she's always like itchy and stuff like that, and having to take Zyrtec and whatnot. So now she she went to the doctor and they did like a allergy test, and she found like, oh, I gotta throw all this stuff away, and I can't use stuff with fragrance in them or this or that, and it's oh, yeah. definitely helped her a lot. Oh, but um, wow, yeah, that okay. food stuff, food way too. Like yeah, I can't imagine. Um, she actually mentioned we were watching a video on Instagram of like um getting tested for like hormone therapy because someone did that and found out that you can get like different hormone supplements based on like yeah. for you specifically like customized you know and what you might need higher or lower of and that helps with like mood with sleep with food like digestion wise right. like all this stuff i'm like right. whoa that's mind-blowing to me i didn't know right right Damn. yeah yeah um we're a bunch of chemicals all trying to work together so i uh, definitely nice. wanted to figure out what your chemical makeup is and how to improve that is is a smart <laughs> idea <laughs> right which i was thinking like that makes more sense to me i feel like for a female because of all their uh, hormones fluctuating all the time and i feel so bad for them but she was saying that we should both go because yeah. i can't re remember for how long but i keep saying like i have not slept good and it's yeah. usually bad dreams and i don't really like, I used to occasionally get nightmares, but I don't care, like, in a bad way, because I'm like, oh, it's like a movie, you know? It's entertaining. Right. <laughs> now it's just like, no, I'm waking up. Like, this feels real, and it's it's hitting life too hard, and it's, like, uh, it's not fun, you know? Right, right. Yeah, hey, I definitely can see that being uh, due to a chemical imbalance or a hormonal thing. Yeah. Uh, because it's like your body's trying to warn you on something or mm -hmm. bring something to your attention. Um so, yeah, I, I definitely agree with her on that. Um, I think everyone should um, at least think about the idea. If you can't do it right now, but keep that something as a goal for later when you can. Um, <clears throat> and those of you who are listening, who if you don't have a, a goal for the week, for the month, for the year, um, take this with a grain of salt, of course, and, and see if this will get you into the routine of, and the habit of completing them and boosting your confidence and your ability to achieve. So let's talk specifics. Sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> All right. So let's talk specifics. So obviously you don't want an ambiguous, vague goal because there may be no way of knowing if you're actually moving towards completing that goal. Um, your goal could be to lose weight, as we've kind of talked about between the, the 
the four of us, with TS included. Um, but it's so vague and it doesn't aid with the steps to be able to reach that goal, which can sometimes prevent us from actually moving towards any type of results. A more specific goal would be, I'm going to work out to lose weight or I'm going to eat better to lose weight. It's a bit more specific, but it's still missing some key components to make it a better goal and one that can be completed. Specifics are usually the who, what, where, and and sometimes why and how to the goal. Who does it concern? Usually us as far as the weight is concerned or um, what is the end result to be achieved? Uh, where, or will, where will or where can this be achieved? What is the desired time of completion? Why do I need to complete this goal or why do I wish to? And how am I going to achieve this goal? What steps and resources are needed? So uh, making your goals more specific um, gives you more of a path to achieving that goal. Um, the next part of the SMART system is the measurability. Um, tracking and progression acknowledgement is what this criterion is about. Um, how do I measure the progress of this goal? What's the indication that I've completed it? Uh, so let's get, go back to the goal about being more healthy or losing weight. We started by making it more specific, which gives us more ways to narrow it down and figure out the steps to complete it. Uh, let's say I want to lose 30 pounds by using a gym membership and working out three to four times a week and calculating the average each week to see what my progress is. This goal has a clear statement of intent with what the goal is, but it also has ways to complete the goal as well as a trackable progression. Yeah. Each week is measured to find the distance to the goal. So it makes it more of a goal that can be achieved, which is the next portion, achievability. You would think this would be a no-brainer, but oftentimes we can set goals that are unrealistic or that we won't be able to actually complete or achieve for many different reasons. And it doesn't even have to be something that no one has ever done, like I'm going to moonwalk on the moon or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> in case you can you know, be setting yourself up for failure off the bat and, and don't tell me Michael Jackson did that because I was fake. Um, <laughs> It could just be something that we don't have the ability to complete because of a lack of resources or other smaller goals that need to be completed and in position to complete that goal. Uh, for example, as with the running theme, someone trying to lose weight and they want to do it through a gym membership. If they don't have the means to get to a gym or the funds to actually purchase a membership, there may be other goals that they should be working towards to rectify that or a re-examination of their resources that can help them work around these problems, like going with a buddy who has a membership or um, finding a way to have weights at home to help start the process. And then Free weight stuff, push-ups, sit-ups, jumping yeah. jacks, stop Body with your excuses. Stuff. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> there's always house. a progression. So, like, you may not be able to complete that goal of getting a, a gym membership now, but there are still things that you can do to work towards that goal. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the next part is relevance. Now, um, many may be familiar with the other R in um, the smart system, uh, realistic, but I thought that was closer to achievable. That was closer to the achievability. I found the concept of relevance um, rather interesting. So this speaks to how does this goal coincide with my life, my overall objective, purpose, etc. Uh, the goal should have some meaning to you that helps keep you disciplined and aligned when motivation expires, because it does expire. A lot of people start off motivated, uh, start off energetic, start off um, to get things done. But when the going gets tough, 
um, as the saying goes, a tough get going. Um, but the, they seem to fall off or they seem to don't have the motivation to do it. And that's where the discipline kicks in. Um, and holding that goal close to you as far as something that's, that you need in your life um, helps to push you past that motivation slump. Um, when I was in the hospital and they were telling me you got to do all this stuff and da 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 um, there were many times where I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to go to this fucking rehab thing. It's stupid. Why am I doing this? Um, I get it. It's for my health, but there's got to be some other ways I can do it. And the, the thing that kept me going was that I had family who were, who had unhealthy habits, and I'm like, okay, let me do this as a symbol for them as well, but also, let's not die. You know what I mean? No, seriously, I would. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that that was a <laughs> that that was a motivator for you. Because let's not let's not die. That's a that, dying's gay, bro. What the hell? <laughs> dying's gay. Dying, that's the that's the title of this episode. Dying's gay. Send the SOS. Dying's gay. <laughs> died homosexual. Right, you died. having sex with same gender people. You, you dead faggot. You. That's almost. Homo necrophilia. <laughs> I think that's an outcast song. Homo necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> but the goal should like have some meaning to you to keep you um, resource allocation, documentation to keep keep us focused or organized, and something that we would want to celebrate. At the completion of, not necessarily a huge one where you gotta like rent out a whole hotel or something bullshit like that, or, but something that we can feel proud of and we can treat ourselves after it is achieved. Uh, I think without that relevance, uh, relevance, we may find other things to replace that, to stunt our progress, to stunt our growth, or to distract us from what we actually want to achieve. The last one is being timely or timeliness. It has to make sense time-wise, a start and finished timeline, uh, something that has an end, which also complements the achievability, um, something that we can actually achieve within that time. It should be realistically timed um, that can be realistically grasped. If I were apply it to the weight loss goal, re- realistically, uh, well, I won't say realistically, you could set a goal to lose, say, 20 pounds within three months, um, although it would be a very strict food diet and lifestyle because that kind of change is drastic, um, more drastic than people really think. Um, to lose 20 pounds <laughs> within three months, that's yeah. yeah, that's like seven, almost seven pounds per month, which I is... Told, go ahead. I told you guys I got to my, like, a surprising goal of mine recently, and then, like, Right after that, I got sick for like, so I didn't go to the yeah. gym for like a week and a half, two weeks, something like that. And so I feel like I lost all that weight. And then right. I was going, getting back into the gym again. And my mind right away was like sad and like, oh, I don't, you know, it's going to take forever and get back into this. And it was like three days later, I'm like, I'm not even that close to where I was. I'm like, dude, you know how unhealthy that is to gain all that yeah. weight back? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Take it easy, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's those, those setbacks are normal. Um, that's what you got to kind of get into your to your head because, listen, I lost all this weight, got down way past my goal, my initial goal, and then gained it back because like, I got sick. Like you said, I got sick. I couldn't work out. Uh, caught COVID. That's the and new then, pod. 
title. Being sick is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're sick, sick with, with the death. Especially sick with the death. But it's very normal to fluctuate, which is why, um, you know, even though I measure myself every day, I still look at the the end of the week and be like, okay, this is what I did. Let's make some adjustments here and there. Um, with with time, a more achievable goal would be let's do maybe 0.5 to two pounds um, a week. And, you know, you may not meet that goal. You may meet it, but it gives you an easier thing to look at and to measure out so that you're not killing yourself if you're like, oh, shit, I didn't mean, you know, I didn't drop four pounds. And blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. I So last year, last year I was – um. I started eating like really, really, really strict, like meal prepping, um, cal like calorie. You counting. substituted ice cream with frozen whipped cream, <laughs> and that was that was a that's like a super less sugary, version. unhealthy, <laughs> less sugar, less it's, it's less sugar. No, on a very serious note, calorie wise and sugar wise. So for diabetes and for weight. That was a great. That was a great substitution if you actually like okay, ice cream. If you actually like All ice right. cream, um, but that. Um, so last year, for roughly two months, I actually started like a really strict uh, meal prep diet, and I wasn't even. I didn't even work out, and from over like a, a forty day period, just that cha- that strict change in diet lost me like four pounds with no with no working out no nothing just that change and so going into work like working out in December um last year um I I realized that the only way for this to work is to make going to the gym and eating right um the norm it can't be like a okay I'm just doing this you know for right now to lose like it has to become um, I'm waking up in the morning every other day and at, you know, six to make sure that I'm getting in the gym for an hour and doing that. It's a whole lifestyle change. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And then so, and that's why I hate the word diet because it, it's usually just like, um, attributed to like quick fixes. And this is something that needs to be maintained. Consistency is key well, with any type of health thing. Right. I yeah. think people m- confuse the word diet with like, oh, I'm temporarily changing what I eat in a healthier way when really what you eat regularly is a diet. So it's like changing your diet to something too. Like uh, T-Rex's diet is all meat, you know? (laughs) Right. And that's a carnivore diet that some people actually um, uh, abide by. I know Joe Rogan was doing it for a while. I don't know if he's still doing it, but you, (laughs) you literally just have to find something that works for you and is sustainable with the goals that you want. It doesn't necessarily mean that um, Ramen. you have to do like the Atkins um, food prep routine or whatever. It's whatever that works for you that is getting the goals that you want in a healthy manner because there are some lifestyle changes that are really more harmful to us, but because they're producing results, we think they're great for us. So th- this once again goes into like resource allocation, um, research, doing the due diligence to really look at what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve and see if that's sustainable for you. Um, the strict diet thing, I've done it 
and the shit sucks yeah. and it's not something that I want to do. Um, so by making little tweaks and little changes um, and still giving myself the quality of life as far as food and just being able to do whatever I would like in my routine yeah. is more fitting for me to reach the goals that I want to reach. Right, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so with all that being said, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, I was, Cody, you said you're, you are still trying to bulk, to bulk up, so are you, have you done research into, like, what it is that you need to eat or want to eat that's going to help you gain, I mean, like, obviously protein, but are there other things that you are, like, substituting or adding to your diet to help with that? Um. Well, I'm, I'm making sure what I'm eating is healthy, um, but I'm not overdoing it. Like, I could be eating a lot more calories and stuff like that, but then again, like I said, I, I know I'd get a bigger gut, and I don't want to do that. Right. So I mainly just, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to bulk up. Um, and it's kind of somewhat happening, but also at the same time, it's like, I'm, it's, it's, I'm not keeping that at my forefront. Um, yep. my main precedence is like, let the ego aside and just work out and be healthy, you know? And it was actually funny today too. Like I'm literally working out every day. I might miss one day every like two weeks or something like that. And I'm like in my head this morning and I'm up with the baby and I'm like, man, I'm trying to work out. And go to the gym all the time to feel good and be better and blah blah blah. And I am sore every fucking day, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. I'm getting up and down and going, ugh, ugh. and now the baby's going. Ugh. I'm like, are you doing that on purpose? Like, are you making fun of me, yeah. or is that you just like you're actually doing that? You know, <laughs> they they imitate well. They're <laughs> oh, she's getting her bottle up. Yeah, I'm like, shut up. Oh, <laughs> so 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 M's uh, nephew, uh, he would always imitate his father. Uh, and you're like, uh, my back, uh, my back. <laughs> so kids do that. It's I'm waiting for her to be like, fuck the bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. You know, it's coming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to start watching what I say. Around the oh, man. Oh, man. So Drops her milk bottle. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> McCoy. I'm, I'm waiting on that to come. <laughs> All right, I'll train. All right, it's time for dinner. Come in. I'm sorry, I can't hear. I can't hear. My I'd take offense to that if I heard what you clearly said. <laughs> well, take the fence wherever. Um, <laughs> take the fence wherever. I'll pick it. <laughs> Wouldn't you? All right. Uh, oh, God, God. Dude, this is good. These layers. This has been yeah, episode 121. <laughs> Dad jokes galore. <laughs> So, so with all that being said, here are a few personal goals that I want to work on. Um, so I'm still on the weight loss journey. Fucking uh, more. <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> I want Sorry. to be down another thirty pounds by summer. Uh, more specifically, I will be working out forty-five times a week with uh, mobility um, drills included, um, with the goal of losing, like I said, that point five to one pounds per week to achieve and maintain that goal. Um, Another goal of mine. Wait, is I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I do not mean to cut you off. What? You said you would be working out how much? How many times a week? Four to five times a week. Oh my. Okay. Included. Not forty five. Okay. 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 I'm. Well, you know, I said forty five. I, I was. I said first you wake up. You don't even think about eating. You work out. After that, you work out. Then you go think about showering, and you don't. You work out. <laughs> Dog, I was like, no. Don't work. Fuck that. Work out. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's just seventy times a day, seven days. Right. <laughs> he said, "Fuck work, work out." 
No bullshit. I'm awake 36 hours on Monday. <laughs> you work, work out. Ah, God. Beat me. Beat your ass. What are you doing out here? Working? Oh. Out. Dog. No bullshit. I was like, nah, nah, bro. Hold on. Wait. Nah. That's too. No, no, no. You're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. 45 days a week minimum. <laughs> I'm like, bro, do this. I'm trying to do this. I'm real quick trying to do the math. I'm like, what is it? Like seven nights out? Wait, hold on, dog. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You don't have that many hours in a day. <laughs> dog, I was over here getting panicking. Dog. Oh, it's just shit. quick. Just quick. Just five minutes here, five minutes there. <laughs> he, doing, he like doing leg lifts on the toilet, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so four to five times a week. Uh, four hundred and twenty-five. Four to five. <laughs> oh, these are rookie numbers, man. <laughs> a rookie numbers. <laughs> so another Ooh, goal. I play Pokemon. I go to the gym. <laughs> I am the Pokemon. Well, I Lieutenant Surge, more like Lieutenant Stinks. <laughs> <laughs> So another goal is increasing my piano knowledge by being comfortable in all 12 keys. Um, to do so, I plan to work on each key for a month Ooh. to be able to complete this goal by December. Okay, okay. That's what I want to get into. And then one other, just because of rule of three, um, is to be more financially sound. So not just increasing my monthly gross, but increasing my ability to save, increasing my knowledge when it comes to money mm. management. And investing, as well as be more asset focused, because that seems to be what wealthy people focus on is, is the asset portions. Um, to do that, I am learning um, the different asset types, interest rates, different accrual types, and the end goal is to set up the necessary accounts to generate wealth for future generations. There you go. Right. There you go. Well, so with that being said, please give some thought to what you want to achieve and its relevance to your own path. Most everything can be achieved or learned if broken down into small enough steps to promote steady progress, discipline, and confidence. McCoy. Wowzer. Wowzer. That was a good-ass Russell Prosody, boy. Okay. Start the year off right. So, <clears throat> the... I worked out that Prosody. <laughs> the fucked up story. Fucked up 45 story. times. Right. <laughs> The fucked up story of the week is that Russell wants to work out 45 times a week. I don't know how he's going to do that. Um, but no, the fucked up story of the week. Um, so we know about DeMar Hamlin, you know, and being going for the tackle and then collapsing and, you know, just being out for days and all of that. But the fucked up story of the week, I want to highlight the guy he was trying to tackle who accidentally hit him. And and almost, you know, I mean, sent him to the hospital. Almost could have could have potentially taken his life. T. Higgs, um, the player who plays for um, the Bengals, who were who who he was, you know, trying to tackle. Nobody for segment. Nobody has really reached out. I'm not I'm not gonna say reached out because I don't know who's called this one. But nobody, a lot of people haven't spoken about how he might feel. He spent these days in the hospital, apparently, with him. Because with Demar? Yes. Yes. Because he um, you know, he felt like he almost could have, you know, t- taken oh. a man's life. 
So I, so I thought this was—I thought this was gonna go another way. Like he was in the hospital. Like, yeah, get up, bitch. But, <laughs> we gotta finish this game. Work out four hundred twenty-five times to inherit crown. If you would work out, on the first one. <laughs> right. Um, but I just think I think the, it's not fucked up. But I just I don't like how one human is being left out of this was a two-part, you know what I mean, like a two-part thing, and. This man was kind of haunted with the fact that, oh my God, my, you know, I was trying to play football and I accidentally, you know, hurt this man. Like that's a, that was a big thing for him. And I think that, um, you know, the fucked up thing about this week is that we haven't mentioned T Higgins enough and what he might, or even think about what he might be going through and the fact that he almost took uh, one of his fellow players life um, just by just by running, <laughs> you know, just by running and then playing football. So that's the fucked up story to me of the week is that we have neglected that human in this overall um, experience in this moment. And I think it's very important that we pray for if, if, if you're religious and, and, you know, or if you, you know, just are like me and you put out good vibes in the universe, whatever you do, if you mm-hmm. sent that for DeMar Hamlin, that's important. But I also think that you should you send some prayers up for, for T Higgins and make sure that his um, mental and everything is, right after this uh situation because right. they're both going to be affected it's both going to be like man yeah. should i run towards this dude like when he next time he's so <clears throat> i think um i don't believe it's fucked up that we're not thinking about what t higgins is going through okay. because for two reasons um one i think it's com- kind of common sense or common knowledge whatever that you would just automatically, instinctively think about the person that's hurt foremost, you know? Yep, true. I, I agree. So, T. Higgins, that's like a put on the back burner. After a while, reflection. So, you're like, oh, shoot, I wonder how he, you know? Um, but it also kind of reminds me of when we were talking about Brittany Griner and the whole like transferring people and <laughs> what could have, you know, difference yep. there. But um, I do think that what you brought up is a very good. Um, Melody is not the right word, but you know, just a good uh, thought or idea and uh, per- perspective. That's probably it. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> shout out. Ah, <laughs> And <clears throat> the fun fact of the week is that lizards communicate by doing push-ups. Yeah, four hundred twenty. Well, I was, was going to say it. Just <laughs> wait up. Right, exactly. And this. Yeah, hello, <laughs> This has been episode uh, 121, the New Year's episode of Not Politically Correct. I'm your boy, Real McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What to Do, a.k.a. Young Splash Guy. You can find me on Twitter at Real McCoy KPZ. Cody. Hey, I'm Cody. Russ. Fuck out of here, boy. <laughs> okay. And on that note, get.